You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today, we're excited to bring you an excerpt from Pastor Louis Giglio's new book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. This excerpt focuses on renewing your mind with God's Word and gives you seven truths you can live by. Chapter 7, Take Every Thought Captive. I'm a college dropout. Not because I'm not smart enough, but because when I was 18 years old, I was losing the battle of my mind. The enemy had gained a foothold, and that foothold was called laziness. I could sleep through morning classes like a champ. If there had been an Olympic competition and skipping class and making excuses, I'd have gold medals hanging on the wall. Eventually, the letter arrived from the dean of my program requesting that I kindly take some time off from pursuing my university education. No worries, I thought. I'll enroll at the junior college in town. Not long after, I received a similar notice from them. I had succeeded in failing out of two schools in the same year. Talk about the enemy sitting at your table and eating your lunch. All the while, I still had huge dreams. Through a powerful experience of being called to ministry, I knew God had big plans for my life. I could clearly see my future, but I had lost sight of what it was going to take to get there. I was pumped about eventually going to graduate school for further ministry training. I had just lost interest in the undergraduate grind necessary to get there. Once the light bulb came on, and I connected the two steps, I literally took the next exit on the freeway and within an hour was sitting in that same dean's office begging him to let me back into Georgia State. He was gracious and I was awakened to my future plans and to what it was going to take to get there. My identity wasn't being a college strikeout. I was called by God to preach His Word. I had the capacity to sleep through class, for sure. But as I demonstrated, I also had the ability to crush two years' worth of classes in a little over a year. I graduated with my original freshman class and enrolled in grad school on schedule. I won the battle of my mind. I woke up every day convinced God was going to accomplish through me all He had called me to do. I believed I could be who He created me to be. Can you see where you want to be? I'm not only talking about where you want to be in some personal accomplishment, some business success, or sports endeavor, or financial goal. I'm talking about where you want to be in your soul. I'm talking about being in charge of your thoughts, attitudes, and actions. I'm talking about moving into purpose and living the life God has designed you to live. Perhaps the enemy has convinced you that you can't move from where you are to where you want to be. You listen to the voices of fear. You've been caught in the spiral of sin and temptation. You've convinced yourself you have no value. Your mind is clouded by worry and uncertainty. The enemy has accomplished this by sitting down at your table. But you don't need to let him stay there and get comfortable. You do not have to entertain the enemy's voice. 
Through Christ, you can move to a place of victory in your life. This happens when you learn to win the battle for your mind. The enemy knows this. One of his main ploys is to go after your thought life. He's patient too. In the Garden of Eden, the serpent didn't shout his temptations to Eve over a loudspeaker. He planted seeds in her mind and waited. He prompted her to question God's goodness. He coaxed her to wonder if God was withholding something good from her. Eventually, Eve relented and let those seeds take root. Eve acted out of what she'd been thinking about. That's how the enemy works. If he can win the battle for your mind, then he can win the battle for your life. In Numbers 13, when Moses dispatched the 12 spies to explore the land of Canaan in preparation for Hebrew conquest, 10 spies returned with a fearful, faithless report. They said, we can't attack those people. They're stronger than we are. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. Hang on. How did the 10 spies know what they looked like in the Canaanites' eyes? Did the spies ask the enemies? Hey, what do you think of us? How small and puny do we look to you? No. A seed had been planted in the spies' minds. They tended that seed and let it grow and acted on it. And as a result, they wandered in the desert for the next 40 years. They never tasted the promises of God for their lives. It didn't have to be that way. In the wilderness, never tasting God's promises. Not for them and not for you and me today. Victory can be yours right here, right now. Victory is about examining the seeds that have been scattered in your mind and not letting them take root. It's about pulling up and throwing away the thoughts that do not coincide with the heart of God. It's about changing the way you think. And one prayer helps in particular. Maybe one of the seeds planted in your mind is doubt. You don't know if any of this teaching is going to work for you. You've tried other ways to change before and none of them work, so why should this? Or, or maybe some change will come, but it won't last because it's never lasted before. Already the enemy has influenced your mind. Seeds can be scattered in your mind anytime, anywhere, and particularly when you read a book such as this. Before the truth can set you free, you need to see the lies that are holding you hostage. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you which lies you're believing. Ask Him to be specific. Are you having any of the following thoughts? I'll never change. I'll feel better if I sin. The gospel doesn't really work. I'm not worth much. No one loves me. No one believes in me. I deserve to be bitter. I deserve to be filled with rage. I am my failure. I am my addiction. I'll always be this way. None of those thoughts come from God. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd of John 10 and Psalm 23, did not tell you that you're a failure. He doesn't prompt you to worry. 
He doesn't provoke you to fear. He provides clarity, not chaos. He doesn't stick your nose in the vomit of sin. He provides green pastures, not dry wastelands. If any of these things are in your life, fear, worry, temptation, feelings of worthlessness, feelings of confusion, guess what? The enemy has shown up and dropped a seed in your thinking. He knows that if he can lodge a deceptive thought in your mind that goes unchecked, it will eventually take root and settle in your heart. If you harbor a deceptive thought and let it take up residence within you, in time, you'll act on that thought. Maybe you're saying, what, what, what's the big deal? It's, it's just a thought. Nobody sees it except me. It's, it's harmless. No. All the thoughts we entertain in our minds eventually get played out. Either our attitudes will reflect those deceptive thoughts, or our behaviors will. Proverbs 23.7 says it this way, As he thinks in his heart, so is he. One way or another, those thoughts will harm us. That's why it's so important, as we talked about in the last few chapters, for you to step into your new identity in Christ immediately. Jesus is already in the story of victory, and he's invited you into this story with him. The way you step into that story is by reminding yourself of these truths. I was a sinner saved by grace who is now a new creation. I do not have to sin. I am in Christ and Christ is in me. Christ has all the victory and his victory is mine too. God is always faithful. He will always provide a way out. I can always take the way out. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. If today was helpful for you, don't forget you can go and grab a copy of Pastor Louis Giglio's new book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table, at passionresources.com.